Are you ready? I said, are you ready? You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. Hosted by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood. 100% RC Professor Damian Flowers and Tyler Wright Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Voice of Fan Sportscast I'm your host Ben Swift-Reynolds, we have Professor Flowers Professor Flowers and 100% RC with us on a Friday night. What's going on, fellas? Happy Friday. Happy, Happy Friday. Friday. Much Happy needed, Friday. man. I can't wait for the day to be over. Like, how it going to be hot? It's like 75 degrees, man. Comes to drop 20 degrees. Come on, bro. I'm getting tired of Mississippi. Staying on lives in Mississippi. <laughs> Tornado watches and warnings, and you go from right. there to 40, 30 degree ice storms. Ain't that crazy? Man, man, something got give. Something got changed for real. We got that's whoever how control, whoever controls the central air and heat. They got man, look, they they need to go get checked. They body temperature <laughs> fluctuating. Like, they need to do something. All right, man, we got a NBA analyst with us. Does the bitch. In his king's chair. <laughs> What's going on, man? I'm in the bed, man. You gotta get him wrong. You gotta get him the right. wrong. <laughs> something. So, man, we're gonna talk to some NBA. Let's go ahead and dive into it. All right, man. Those big talks about the game you say the Bucks just putting on spanking on the Celtics, man. Like it was so bad. I think they benched their starters in the third quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Whole second half. Man, score was one thirty five to one oh two. So uh a lot of NBA talking heads are asking, should we be concerned about the Celtics uh going forward? You know, heading into you know the later in the season and the playoffs. That you, what you, Dustin, what you think? Uh, I mean, I the Celtics always. I mean, they've been a good regular season team for the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it just my only question about them is like what they gonna do in the Eastern Conference Finals because that's where they always seem to fall short. Yeah, you got that right. It seems like they just can't get with a hump. Flowers, yeah. do you put any stock into this that blowout? Um, not too much. It's early. They're coming off a back to back. I guess they just didn't have it. Um Milwaukee jumped up on them. And I guess uh Missoula just had in his mind, hey, forget it. We're, we're just gonna sit you and ruin y'all gambler cards. And I, I didn't have <laughs> money, get money on this game or that, so I don't care, but 
you know, I hope everybody plays the under on all the Celtic players or on all the Celtic starters yesterday. Because if you didn't, you lost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, to be honest, I don't even feel comfortable betting on Celtic players. I, I, I don't. Mostly. I don't bet on Celtic players. Yeah, I I, especially the one like, the light skinned fellow. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Tatum. <laughs> like Tatum be dr- like feel like Tatum, man. man. I don't know, man. Sometimes yeah. he feel like he, he won't be you know the starter. Some nights he just like, man, I'll just quit on cruise control. Vegas All always right. does Boston. I don't know. Vegas makes it like Boston is a juggernaut team because they always have them favored by double digit points. So right. I have to fade them a lot, especially if they're on the road. If they're on the road, they're not covering. That's just my opinion. Mm. Usually at home, they will. It just depends on who they play. But if they play somebody like this close to them or is seeding them, they're not going to hold up. Um, they'll, they'll beat the bad teams. But we do got to worry about them when the season goes. Because, I mean, we've seen it for the last, what, six years? Mm-hmm. Oh, we can't, you know, deny that Tatum, Brown, all these cats are talented, but they just can't get the job done. You know, if if it's Tatum not getting hurt, you know, it's just them not getting it done. Right. We saw. Uh, I know Pazingas was mad yesterday. He's like he was on Giannis a lot, <laughs> and he was getting body. <laughs> he was like, "I don't even put me down low, man. What y'all doing?" <laughs> Giannis a problem. <laughs> right. He is. <laughs> RC should sell to Wimby get that block on them though, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, but how, how can you drop like 40 on him? Then he like, man, that's a tough. He's scary, man. That kid's scary. Pretty <laughs> young. Wimby was 19. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, like, well, he's not hey, hey, you remember, you hey. remember Giannis, Giannis went too far off that size when he first came yeah. into the league. Yeah. yeah, but would y'all say Victor is more skilled at Giannis at that? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that says a lot. He's not even yeah. close. Right. Giannis, so Giannis, was like a baby Giannis was like what a baby when he came into the league. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, hey, that's scary, though. At 19, he he's showing promise. He, they just got to get him the ball. Y'all need to. We're going to run that Mary Catherine offense. <laughs> <laughs> well, she only touched the ball. Right, right. RC, um, so should Celtic fans be worried, especially going into the postseason, if they play against a team like a Bucks that's formidable? Man, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Yeah. I'm just not starting to watch the NBA, man. The shit is just not – I'm gonna be sad when football season over. I watched the game last night, and I was disgusted with what I seen out of my team. But um, <laughs> did catch the highlights from the Celtics and the Bucks, and I realized that the excuses they played the back to back. I mean, that's a poor excuse, fellas. I mean, yeah, they get paid, play to play basketball. Money. I mean, they young, best of the best. They supposed to be mm-hmm. evolution happens, so therefore they 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 ligaments and tendons are made out of. Something rabbit, rabbit. They got rabbit tendons and frog tendons. I mean, they supposed to be supreme athletes, superb athletes, and they can't hold up. And seeing um, the way the Celtics are, y'all exactly right. They they are one of the most inconsistent teams. And I'm gonna tell you about that light skinned fella you're talking about. He messed up a few of my cars last year. He ain't been on one this year. And when I start really getting into bed, he won't be on one because. <laughs> I don't never know which Tatum I'm gonna get—the one that looks uh-huh. like the league or the one that 
and look like the second best player on his team. So, right. Yeah. So it, it's a lot of questions that need to be asked. About no, I wish with Jason Tatum would do more. Is like get get to the basket. I mean, he's sixteen. I don't yeah. know why he settled for three so much. Like he loved that step back three. <laughs> he loved it. He I loved never it. understood that. If you that tall, why would you like consider a step back when you can just pull up over a guy? Who, who you who you blame? James Harden. If like you blame Steph Curry for the three, you blame James Harden for the step back three. Because like he said, this guy's six ten. Like he literally fifteen feet or seventeen foot or getting down getting downhill. Adopt that the LeBron James, young LeBron James mindset. Nobody mm-hmm. gonna stop him. But right, okay, keep right. stepping back, shooting the fadeaway. <laughs> you go from uh, stepping back. Just like you say, go downhill. I, I guess the 15, 17 foot jump shot is, is literally dead because yeah. if you six ten, man, you can eat that alive. Because nobody can stop you going downhill if you hitting breaks and pulling up, getting that consistent 15, 17 foot jumper, man. You gonna you gonna average an easy twenty five in today's league. It's easy, yeah. If it, if it works for KD, exactly. My thing is, I I, I challenge her. I like I say, I bet you can't make that shot. Like I need to know, shoot, get that shoot the step back, to shoot the twenty seven foot. <laughs> right. No, the only the only thing they can get him to stop doing it is if somebody said, "I bet, I bet Kobe would do it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but check this out. The guy that has. The three-level scorer in the league, the most dominant player in the league, the most efficient player is Jokic. Jokic got three levels. I can I can score at the basket, 15 to 17 foot, then I can step out and shoot a three. When you got three levels to your game, you're unstoppable. KD used to have it. You know, Kawhi has it. Kawhi has it when he mm-hmm. plays. Uh, Wimby has it. Wimby's going to be one of those players where you're going to have to defend me three levels. The issue with Tatum is, like you said, it's like, it's either, it's either a layup or a three. And when he's in the post, he fading away. Like, you're too big, dog. Like, you know, one power dribble, shoot over the guy. But what do I know? You know, what do I know? Well, if he get a mismatch down there, you know, if he get a smaller guard or something, I can understand that. But him trying to turn around and fade away on somebody that's six seven, six eight, you know, a few inches below him or even somebody his height, I, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. get it. You know, this, this, this game nowadays is too two K ish in my opinion. I just too technical. Like two Ks. Um, just what happened to the fundamental game of basketball? I just I don't understand it. And like RC said, you know, people of the younger generation trying to make it like these athletes are just so much ahead of you know what's been going on the last 30, 40 years, and truly is not. I mean, honestly, if they refereed the game the way it's supposed to be. You'll mm-hmm. see a lot of travel. You'll see a lot of carrying. They let these players get away with too much, and the game is not being ran the way it needs to be ran. You can sit up here and dog on older players all you want to, but they're more fundamentally sound. You know, plain and simple. I don't care about the athleticism. You know, somebody can jump this and that. You can pull – anybody can pull up from, from 30 feet. Can you hit it consistently? That's always right. going to be the – you know, that's always going to be the question. Only a handful of people can do that. I just don't understand why the mid-range game has gone, you know, po- well, big man game is starting to come back. Jokic and Embiid and company. But, I mean, just look at the stats. Like, where's the defense? You got people average. How many people are averaging 30 points a game in today's league? 
And I don't, I, I, I'm not the one to want to look. They, they, it's great that they can do it, but a lot of it is no defense. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can average 30 points in this league. Yeah, the Mavericks have two of them. <laughs> I think, I think, I think, uh, I mean, and Bean is killing, don't get me wrong. Right. I think Giannis has been averaging damn near, damn near 40 over the past month. You know, it, it's, it's insane. You know, but I got it's, a question it's for you guys, though. Yeah, but LeBron, it's some people that you're like they're averaging thirty, and you like, well, they're just jacking those shots. Donovan Mitchell do it. That's just that's my opinion, but you know, I, I can name other players. Go ahead, RC. If LeBron James in his twenty second year, he's in twenty second year, twenty first year, twenty first, twenty second, twenty first. So, if LeBron James in his twenty first year playing at an elite level. How great are the athletes today? Because is he just that much, you know, because no one defeats Father Time, or is the game so open and so, you know, hands hands off and there's no resistance to what to the style of play? Like, he's really mm-hmm. smart and he understands how to play basketball. If yep. there's no big man at the rim, if there's, um, you know, volume three-point shots, if there's a load management, who can't play for 30 years, 25 years? Mm-hmm. I mean... You don't play every night, and you you Michael Jordan playing a back to back. That I mean, that was that we wouldn't even we didn't even hear back about back to back to back to back. We oh, didn't even hear about it. We didn't even know about back to back. We just knew he was on WGN when we needed to see it. Hey, guys, right, now, man. Early two thousand. WGN. Dustin, what's the Spurs road trip when they used to have to go on like with a fifteen to twenty game road? You know. Road oh yeah, that's in February when the. Uh, uh, San Antonio rodeo in town. Right, right when the rodeo came back mm-hmm. in the early two thousand. I don't know about it now, but you think the Spurs back then cared about a back to back to back? No, mm-hmm. they didn't. They played the games. They were getting compensated, and it wasn't no big fuss. But nowadays, mm-hmm. I just don't like RC saying we sit up here. Well, not us, but people sit up here and brag about how far along the athletes are today. But hell, y'all can't even do a, a damn back to back. So, so how are you better than? The '90s players, the '80s players that weren't making nothing, but out there, you know, sacrificing and busting their asses, you know, 82 games per year, where the majority of them played all the games, right? And getting paid less at that. <laughs> so it just, uh it is really just mind blowing at this point. Uh, the muscle known said RC got a point with James stuck back. Uh, when James Harden was on Houston, Houston led the league in three point attempts multiple times more than the Prime Warriors. Yeah, they did jack up a lot of things. Analytics, I do, yeah. James I Harden, that. I mean, he didn't know anything but that step back through when he was in Houston, and he was traveling most of the time. That's what get me about James. He was traveling most of the time. So, I do have a question for y'all. Uh, I'll go with Dustin. Which all star caliber talent do you see moving? Before the deadline, uh, that's hard to say, but I know, I know, uh, well, I guess he'd be a borderline. Was was Siakam an all star last year or no? He's been an all star, yeah, he's been an all star, so that's still an all star caliber. He might have been one last year, the year before, yeah, that still qualifies because he's been an all star, okay, yeah, it's looking like he's gonna definitely move. Yeah, yeah. Dang, Randy. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Um, what about you, Flowers? 
Um, honestly, other than Siakam, I mean, if you just want to say all, I don't know. I just feel like the word All Star is so overrated nowadays. Um, Levine, I can see Zach Levine being moved because the Bulls have been playing so much better without Vucevic and Levine, in my opinion. Um, other than that, well, unless you want to call Dejounte Murray All Star. Um, I know the, the Lakers right. and a few other teams have been praying at him. I just really don't think it's going to be too much movement um, in the trade deadline this year. You don't think? Oh, you don't think that? You, I, 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 think I, in my opinion, I feel like a lot of teams, a lot of the good teams, just don't need pieces mm-hmm. per se. They already set. They already. Uh, Kyle, you know, Milwaukee can't really even make a move. They need to. Um, they wouldn't hurt for them to probably get another wing player. Somebody to right. be Yeah. Well, would the uh would Murray be a good place for Milwaukee? Depending on no, what, no, what Atlanta no, no, no. asked for. DeJounte Jante probably wants to go somewhere and be the point guard. Yeah. Uh that's why the Lakers make plenty of sense. But at the same time, with let's let's say if he got to the Lakers. Would LeBron get out the way and let them and let the man play his position instead of letting him? He can stay in Atlanta and play off the ball with Trey. You know why would I want to go to the Lakers and do that same thing? Get taxed more. I can make more in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, that's a different story. Well, you saw what happened to Russell. He got moved to the bench. The uh, D'Angelo. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Lakers man, they they probably just don't need a two point. They probably need a scoring no. point. What's the common trend with, with, with star players or second-tier players going to Lakers to play with LeBron? They get there, and they become the fall guy. I'm mm-hmm. talking about Russell Westbrook, D'Angelo Russell. If Deontay, Deontay Murray go there, he's going to be the fall guy. I'm sick of it. Like Russell, like a different guy in L.A. with the Clippers. If you move D'Angelo Russell, he going to look like a different guy. Kyle Kuzma look like a different guy. Brandon Ingram look like a different guy. Everybody look like a different guy. Everybody looks a little bit cleaner, a little bit sharper, a little bit refreshed. Josh Hart, all these guys. <laughs> LeBron James is the problem because yep. he wants he want you to become somebody you're not. He wants you to stand in the corner, Russell, Russell Westbrook, and shoot threes. That ain't what he do. The, the, listen, the Murray kid, I'm sick of him getting traded too. You got to either go – you got to go somewhere and fit in. That's, that's Trey's team. You got to figure out how to play off the ball. These guys struggle with the team concept. Mm. But Los Angeles definitely would ruin his career. Like He would be the fall guy. Yeah, I'm, I miss him in San Antonio. but we Go back to San Antonio. I love, man. He he more welcome to come back to San Antonio. We he just be had nice. we just, we, you know, we just had to, you know, throw that season away so we could get Wimby. <laughs> we had to get his pick. Because you can see the writing on the wall in L.A. A trade's coming, but like I heard Big Perk say earlier, ain't no guy out there unless you get him in beat or somebody that's going to save them. They're done. Yeah, because they're not going to compete with the Nuggets or the Suns. Okay, because yeah. so if you get a trade, and let's say if the Lakers do get a trade, okay, you still got to, you know, inherit chemistry, team chemistry, you know, with each other. So that's going to take a while. Y'all too far behind to, you know, thinking a trade is just going to save you. I, I, I don't understand the Lakers concept. I don't understand what Palenka's doing. I, the obvious the obvious cancer is sitting in the locker room as LeBron James. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just holding on, just 
to be holding on. LeBron James holding on for his son. Wayne for his son. Nothing left to prove in this game, but he just continues yeah, he, to uh, hold he on. Got, yeah, man. yeah. He he got he his end season like tournament. What else you need? You got your end season tournament trophy. What, what else do you need? You know, you still make money. Do we need to make up some more tournaments? What you say? To be his son looking like he gonna do four years in USC. Hey, Bryce, the youngest son, he, he may get to the league before before Bronny. I agree. Well, that girl, the USC, she taking over. I forgot her name. Oh, they talking about they should have done, they should do a love basketball too. For her. What's her name? <laughs> huh? What's her Look, name? Who her name? You know, that's a, it's a light skin girl. I can't remember her name though. <laughs> So, okay, she's right light skin. I was supposed to know her name. Yeah, bro. You know all the females. <laughs> you went Tyler. Tyler be named all. He's like, Mild Moore, man. It Tyler just be naming them. I'm like, whatever. You, <laughs> you, you got, you got posters? Wait, wait. Wait, Ben was in love with Candace Parker when she was in Tennessee. No, man. Mm. <laughs> you ain't in love with frog legs. That man crazy. <laughs> bro, listen. So, so. Is it is it true, like, dude is, like, in his 21st season, but, you know, if the guy dropped his nuts and trade him, he's, he's probably more valuable now than he's ever going to be. Like, if you're not going to trade him, you know, I think that's the only thing that could save the Lakers because they're going to they gonna give up. If they trade for someone right now, they got to give up future assets. I'm talking about assets. They don't have anything, though. Yeah, it ain't going to – I don't know, bro. I, I, I got to – I got to move him or AD. Oh, uh, yeah. Muscle Known said, unless somebody chose the Lakers, it's a pity move. Like, why would you? Not he's not a 3 and D guy, though. He's a shooter. Yeah. But he's not the defensive guy. Look, but every, everybody the Lakers needed, they traded away. Josh Hart, Ingram, Kuzma, all these glue guys that the Lakers Kuzma, could man. Who would have thought Kuzma have his own team? Why, why, is, why is it that? The Nuggets or the Heat or the Bucks. I'm not gonna say the Bucks, but certain teams like that says that says use the Nuggets. They don't need anything. They just show up and they work with what they have. Mm-hmm. You know, no no trades are being made at midseason. Well, they, they draft it. They draft it. They, they draft it well. Yeah. You know, they're they're stuck like glue together. The Lakers have always been but that's bad, you know. Yeah, that's shattered. bad. You know, company. Mm-hmm. You know, it works in a sense, but right but they, now it's just it's not bro, it. They always have gotten rid of their best players. Like, listen, I, I love Kobe. Um, I don't really like Shaq, never have. But Eddie Jones was could have been just as good as Kobe Bryant. Y'all gotta understand. Eddie Jones no, you're was right. Ment- you're right. He was mentoring Kobe Bryant. Like he was mm-hmm. the Eddie Jones was the guy. Go look at some of them highlights. Nick Van Exel was the guy. Yeah, Nick Van Exel. Imagine, imagine if Dale Harris don't mess it up and you keep Kobe, Eddie Jones, Shaq, Rick Fox, Robert Ory, and Nick Van Exel. They was on the same team together, dog. They was on the same team together. So when I tell people this, man, I'm like, you know, Lakers have always traditionally got rid of their best, their good players to get the star. You know, what they did with Shaq, you know, you got rid of Blotty Divas and other people. It could have been whole roster. Everybody was gone. They just brought some players in when he got there. But, you know, 
it's just, man, they're going to do this. They done did it with LeBron one time. They're going to do it again. They're going to get rid of all those players they signed. You know, the guy from Miami, he don't even look the same. He didn't play. He got the L.A. curse. Mm -hmm. Injury right. prone, L.A. curse. So, mm. so all right, my next question is for Flowers. How would you fix the Detroit Pistons? They have three and 35. Three and I would pick some. Uh, mm -hmm. First of all, they need to get some damn veterans on the damn bench. Yep. First and foremost, that, this is where the NBA is messing up. And even hearing the old heads, I've uh, been telling you for the longest to do these podcasts, there are not enough vets in the NBA to help these young men mm -hmm. to learn the game, to understand what needs to be done, and everything else. See, the, the kids don't have nobody to lean on. You know, mm. and. Um, what, what's the coach's name? Um, money, money, uh, money. Coach, what's his last name? Monty Williams. Yeah. Monty Williams. Yeah. He's losing credibility with me because I thought that I think Detroit have a lot of talent. Me personally, they they have a lot of talent. The Ivy Kid, Cunningham, mm -hmm. Duran, the Thompson Twin. They have talent, but for them to be what three and what thirty four right now, something like that. And they were winning uh, prizes getting on the show. I hope they do win tonight. Lord knows they need it. But well, they have, hold on, Flowers. They have mm. lost. The they Rockets lost. went for the 110. Yeah. The Rockets See, came look, back. They, they were up 10 before we got on the mm -hmm. podcast. Yep, they so, were. They don't know how to win. It's, it's obvious. They do. They losing. Yeah, they like you. They have scratches in the game where they look like a legit team. Like Bruh, they come together and play ball, then they drop at the end. Y'all got to understand, I watched them play, and I believe that they tanking. I believe I don't know who they tanking for because there is no Carmelo <laughs> after LeBron. But they be, winning, they be winning the game. They they be, bro, they be winning the game. They be dominating. Yeah, they, 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 got, they got another <laughs> unit, right? Nah, that, hey, that, that's a nice white boy. <laughs> I ain't yeah. going to lie. Hold on, Flag is what? I thought he was playing. Uh, yeah, oh, you were seeing yeah, Dang, so they yeah. got a guy over in France that's pretty good that's supposed to be coming over. But okay, well, my but point is this. Go ahead. I think Detroit, every I always say this about each sport. Everybody ain't coming into the season trying to win a championship. You might got 10 to 12 teams, maybe. Detroit never envisioned they wouldn't they weren't thinking championship. But if you really look at it, I'm like, I'm, I'm starting to believe that players, coaches, and management are all on the same page with losing. Like, because we watch them in stretches. You y'all all in play sports. You just don't you just don't be up 10 or 12 and just quit playing. Like mm -hmm. it just I've never oh, been on a team that was up 10. You you have that happen every now and then. You watch them play every night. You, you, you know what all the time. They do it all in the time. In the NBA, no lead is safe. This thing, this is one thing I can't say. I've right. seen people come back from 15, 20. Especially if somebody's down 15 with about eight minutes left. They're probably gonna come back probably seven out of ten times. They're probably gonna come back. Um they're gonna make at least one one run. They're gonna make a run. They, they, the one thing you know about the NBA, somebody's gonna make a run. <laughs> um it was something else. Oh, this this is what I wanted to say, RC. You're you're right. You're you're totally right as far as you know the losing mentality. But this is the thing about the NBA. You can lose just like the Pistons are doing, and you're not guaranteed number one pick. That's stupid. I hate that, yeah. So yeah. what's the point? I mean, they There's can no, lose. 90%. Learn how to win in the in the process and play hard 
don't take games when it's not guaranteed that you're, you know, you're going to get the number one pick and it's not guaranteed. Like, we've seen this eons and eons. We thought the Knicks were going to get Zion Williamson. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, boom. You know, and most of the time, some of the first round picks don't even pan out right. But if you, but, get, a, you, if you get a first round European guy, I take a hat chance on that. But the NBA, tipped, the NBA tips his hand with Zion because Anthony J. Davis had just left New Orleans. So, yeah. you know, They've been consistently tipping their hand about where the star player is going to go. This year, I don't know. But I will say this. I believe that 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 black coaches in the NFL and in the NBA need to know what job not to take. Yeah, Quit trying right. to just, like, I don't like the fact that, and this is off the NBA, but Gerard Mayo being the successor to Bill Belichick. Dude, you're going to be there three years. You have to do You You just know he's not going to succeed there. They say it was written in his contract. Okay, but somebody written the death sentence. Somebody written in there. They took a crayon. They took a crayon. Look, they should have signed it this way, Ben. They should have said Ricky at the bottom. You know what happened to Ricky, don't you? So my thing, you went from you went from the Phoenix Suns to Detroit. That's Look how much they paid. Side. They paid him a lot of money to be. Yeah, bro. Right but all money, all <laughs> money. Ain't good money, man. It ain't good. Right. Money. I get now, it. That could be your last job. You could be an assistant for the rest of your life. I get it, but bro, it's always a brother. That's what you're chasing. You but the then, ball. but this the thing. You finna have the worst record in NBA history. History. Yep. Yeah. NBA Walmart. He could be in Walmart, and at this point, he proud on the little car, just chilling. That on Monty Williams, they they won four games. You know, all oh, you trash. You know these kids now. The kids, trash. you trash. They you know, always like, look no. at the negative. They always look at. They already make the negative, not the good. The big ass negative to look at. Yes, yeah, it is. Big negative look at. So, uh, let's switch to the Warriors. Dustin, are the Warriors on that farewell tour right now? <laughs> they, they, they might well, they might well start. <laughs> They might well just start waving everybody. It's, yeah, that 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 farewell. I mean, it really started last year, but this year mm-hmm. is like they done. They they need to go ahead. Like you, you were talking about all stars moving. I would get rid of Draymond immediately, ASAP. Right. I I get rid. And then and then like man, like I lost. Like I, I had a little respect for Draymond because he was unapologetically. Mm-hmm. Draymond, but that whole thing talking about I'm going to retire because everybody yeah. hate me. Like, bro, stop. Stop. You you brought this on yourself. You know you brought this. That's who you are. That's how you made. Like, kudos to him. That's how he's made his, his money and stayed relevant. You know, but I mean, but he got stuff to come. And I know, like, he was. They, you know, he, they were going to get him to take Charles Barkley place. On uh inside the NBA, right? But, uh, they 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 changed that, so yeah. So he he screwed his his uh besides his podcast, he screwed that up. So uh, Flowers, what do you think the Warriors gonna do? Who they gonna trade, get rid of? What should they bring in at this you, point? You you want to know what should they do or what they need to do? What they should do and what they need to do. You can cover both. <laughs> this is the double-sided answer, you know, question and answer right here, because what they should do, well, no, 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 it's not. This is the two-in-one question. What they should and need to do, they, if they want to be relevant in the what, next 10 years, trade mm-hmm. Stephen Curry. 
you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're not going to get any value for Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson yeah, is does. shooting air ball, is wide open shooting air ball three pointers. Uh, Draymond is <laughs> Draymond. <laughs> um, Kaminga might have some value to him. Uh, Wiggins, uh, what's going on with Wiggins? Like, this yeah, roster he, is depleted, man. It's terrible. Shot. You know, sad to say. You know, yeah, Wiggins has taken a step back. No, Wiggins sure. have took a step back. Like he, he what last year he was averaging like what 14 some points a maybe, game or something maybe, like that. Maybe now he barely scores six. Yeah, it, it's bad. Uh, maybe his, his defensive uh presence is going down. Hmm. So old legs are not a good thing in the West in today's game. And you see the teams at the uh, other than teams being young, they're at the bottom, like Portland and such. Uh, the Lakers, the Warriors, the Suns—they have a chance to get a little better if they can stay healthy. I, I, don't, I don't see them winning anything, but like the, the Lakers and the Warriors, man, they're shot. They're completely shot. All right. All right. See where where do you see stealth? If he do get traded, where do you see him land? See him landing. Man, I want to say before before I, I I give my answer for that is this this is the the other side of winning and playing so deep into the playoffs repeatedly and going to the finals. It's sad because you know now everybody gets to, we get to you know we're criticizing what what we was once praising. It's just the other side of it. That's why um um I'm so hard on LeBron James. Like you know he he want to win so bad, but these guys you could you could tell like. You got to know when to walk away, and all three of them got a big decision. Like uh, Draymond ain't gonna get to get a chance to make a decision; they gonna make it for him. Then Clay gonna have to make a decision. But Steph, you know, trade him to Charlotte, you know, send him home, or 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 send him to. I don't want to see him in Milwaukee. I don't want to see him in L.A. You know, send him somewhere. Uh, San Antonio would be good. That would be a great spot. You know, somewhere where he can win, but not. I don't want to see him on a team, and 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 you know. Turn just a, super team, you know, super team. I don't want that, right? But it's hard watching them go through this. I'm, I'm watching people saying Steve Kerr can't coach. I'm like, damn, like this dude. Oh, that's going in on him. He's the ultimate winner. It's just this is the result of playing that many times into the deep into the finals, deep yeah. into the playoffs. You can't win forever. It's kind of like the end of, um, of anything. Watching Michael Jordan, Washington, in a wizard uniform, uniform that was hard. Watching Kobe, Steph still got some gas in the tank, but man, oh, yeah, it looked no like it looked like man, they done took two years off his career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he looked he, at the they, end of games, he'd be looking gas for real. You know what? Steph the still issue, can play. The no issue with them is they did they did themselves a disservice getting rid of their, their young talent. Like yeah. I would have held on to James Wise. Just hang on to him. I would have held hang on. on the pool. This is before the, the podcast VOF has ever existed. I remember watching that draft, me and my wife, and I was telling my wife, they need to take LaMelo Ball right here. You know, I, I understand LaVar wanted LaMelo to be his own ball player, but I understand why they took Wiseman, but this is when Clay Thompson was hurt, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. my thing was take LaMelo because Steph can play off the ball. Let LaMelo grow up with Steph and you would have a future when those guys got older. That was me thinking that 
you know, four, mm. you know, about four years ago. But like I say, took Wiseman. Wiseman, Wiseman is in Detroit now. You know, he's giving them minutes. They can use James Wiseman right now because they need a big body. But they should have packaged when they after they win the championship. If you're gonna send uh, Jordan Poole away, go get Bradley Beal in the spot. You know what I'm saying? Like my mm-hmm. deal would I would have packaged yeah, yeah. Poole with someone maybe Kaminga somebody and got got back Beal. You you know you can't just let Poole walk. You know like that. You can't trade him for I don't know what they got back for Poole. Nothing. They okay, so, to get, oh, Chris Paul. Yeah. Chris Paul. Okay, Chris so Paul. so listen. That Dang, was, that, I forgot about Chris Paul. That that was the death. That was the last. That was the final blow in the Warriors dynasty and what they are. When you bring in a guy that's injury prone, and you bring in a guy that can't defend, bring in a guy that's shell of himself. You, Jordan Poole was good enough to get back Bradley Beal. I just feel like that him and another piece, Bradley Beal would have been great yeah. with the Warriors. And draft picks. Put up on I put up um, unknowns uh reply. Oh yeah, I, I forgot I, to read his comment. He said, "Don't trade Steph. Make no sense to trade Steph and trade Steph and keep Clay and Draymond. Dray, Steph been playing great. Get rid of Draymond, let, Clay, and Andrew Wiggins. But let, that's not let, gonna get no return. Let, let me like, let me say why. Yeah, I know. Well, go ahead. It, it's not it's go not ahead. that I'm saying trade Steph because he's playing playing bad or I feel sorry for him. I'm thinking about it from an organizational standpoint. Do you okay? Yeah, yes. Steph deserves to retire a Golden State Warrior. Don't get me wrong, but do you want? I'm I'm just speaking for Golden State fans. Do you want that to turn into what the Lakers have turned into? Prior to what LeBron came and gave him one championship, and they're still not relevant. So all I'm saying is, if the organization wants something down the road, right? Only viable asset that you have is Steph. Yes. I'm not. I'm not I, I wouldn't trade them, but I'm. Just, I just gotta call it what it is. What are you gonna get for Wiggins, Draymond, and Clay? Nothing. You're not gonna get anything. What you, you gonna, gonna let them walk? Be in the same position, right? Yeah. yeah. They, they're over the luxury tax, so that they're, they're they're paying bukus of money, you know, for this team. So once that all go, okay, if they let Draymond and all them these cats walk, who are you gonna bring in? I mean, it's, it's, it's too many That's questions. They're going to have to. They're just going to go down with the ship. Yeah. Hey, don't be surprised because this dude is just – he want to play with everybody. Don't be surprised if LeBron James end up in Golden State at some point. Um, <laughs> because, okay. But is, 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 if, if LeBron James goes – and I'm just, this is a hypothetical. The first thing LeBron going to have to do that he's not doing now is take less money. Yeah, but I'm saying here's the hype. Here's the thing. Here, here's a hypothetical. Just he's always tipping us or telling us who we want to. He don't play with damn near everybody. That's true. Who's left to play with? That guy he always talking about and bragging on. He gonna if you if right now in the NBA, two two organizations are mirror images of each other. It's Golden State and Los Angeles. The only difference is is Anthony Davis is in his prime, but he looked like. He's past his prime. You know what I'm saying? LeBron James is, still, is in Steph Curry's shoes. Same amount of rings, same issues. You know, everybody around not playing up to the to his level or to his ability. But then Draymond is a foregone conclusion. Once Draymond started kicking people in the nuts, I knew right then. Let me tell you something. Once you, that's kind of like you, you pump faking. 
And the dude never jumped. I heard Barkley say this. Once he started pump faking in the league, he knew he was done. Once Draymond backhanding people, and you, bro, you just backhand people. He ain't interested in playing basketball. Oh, he he know he's in the era of basketball where won't nobody slap his ass back. I just feel like Draymond set them back years with the with the the antics, bro. Like really, Draymond should have been gone from Golden State. He shouldn't have gotten an extension. You gave a guy an extension for he got more, he landed more punches than he scored points. Now I mean, it's just it just. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. He, he averaging two punches a game. <laughs> yeah, it's a great, it's right. a great clip. It's a great clip back from when uh Artist and Metal World Peace was playing and um Draymond, Draymond, they, they got into it. Draymond <laughs> he just walked away. When playing crazy, meet real crazy. That's right. right. Yeah, he like. Got raw test like what? What he like? Ah, nothing. It's like, a, it's like a black bear missing. Like, green, you call man. me, it's, coach. You call me. Yep. <laughs> he Dang. walked away. Our test had right. COVID scared. Go get it, boy, man. Get no, bro, get it. <laughs> Don't bite my ear. Don't bite my ear. Well, you got it. All right. <laughs> so let's go to NBA scores real quick. Um, the Warriors is beating the Bulls one sixteen to one hundred eight. The Heat being the Magic's eighty eight to eighty two. The Timberwolves are beating the Trailblazers 104 to 71. The Spurs is beating the uh, Hornets 106 to 75. Wait, you, yeah. know, you know the, the Trailblazers got beat by 62 last night? Yeah. Yeah, by um, the Thunder. Yeah, the Thunder, yup. Yeah. Dame somewhere loving it. Dame somewhere loving it. This this the man y'all gonna get my number. He numbers. told Scoop. He said, hey, yeah, y'all got Scoop. He ain't gonna be able to place me. Who he got beat by 62? Trailblazers got beat by 62 last night. Man, I don't never remember no team getting uh, okay. See, mm-hmm. well, the Spurs are beating the Hornets 108 to 75. You know, ball Ooh. came back tonight, didn't matter. Uh, dang, funny. the well, the Clippers are beating the uh Grizzlies 120 to 104, and the Jazz and Raptors they just started uh, Jazz beating the Raptors 28 to 25. But the final score of the games of these games, the Pacers beat the Hawks 126 to 108. The Rockets beat the Pistons 112 to 110. And the 76ers beat the Kings 112 to 93. Wow. All right. Before we we move into the uh, player of the week, we, uh, where is it? We are brought to you by Raz Energy. You know, you feeling a little down. You need a little pick me up, grab you one of these bad boys to get your day going. Are continuing to go through throughout your day, especially tonight. Uh, I'm drinking on uh peach tea. So glad you want these bad boys. So let's go on to the player of the week. All right, player of the week. I'm gonna do something different uh from studying do it. Everybody's just gonna tell their player of the week now just uh, show the plays. So, Dustin, who your player of the week? Well, I'm going with Kyrie, uh, just because he had a nice, spectacular game in the in the Garden uh, against New York. I think he dropped 44, 44, 44, 44, 44, 44. 44 and ten. Yeah. Well, who you, who did you have? Flowers. I had Shea Gilders Alexander, Mister Oklahoma City. Yes. 
especially out there, uh, spectacular performance yesterday. What about you, RC? Who did you have? I had uh, the King of Zamunda. He has, and I went Sabonis. Uh, he had okay. been, he been, he been doing with points in on the boards lately. So, I'm about to go on and show y'all the Come clip. All right, Demontis. Jones has it. Solid defense. Got away with not boxing out. Kyrie Irving. It's my Jang. Trying to make something happen as the ball goes back to the perimeter. SGA, a little Euro step, and then the nice reverse. And now Holiday ends up on Giannis. That's the counter. Giannis, the turn. Terry had a vibe. Shot clock's down to three. Ooh. Looking like. That was a jump shot by Giannis. Man, come on now. Giannis with, with sticking that leg, that knee out like dirt. That's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Giannis hit that consistently. Man, that one time. I'm like, dang, Giannis. Man, like, you all in cool that move out. Game. He, he, he going to be something else. Man, Man, that's what I'm saying. Tatum can get down the post. Like, you see Sabonis with the little baby hook shot. Hey, that, that Tatum easy points. Easy points. Quick, quick, quick backstory. Well, a history lesson for you guys. When I was, I had this whole, like, evolution of basketball with the post game. And what I just seen right there, um, the, all those guys were, were playing in that 15-foot to 17-foot range we were talking mm -hmm. about. And so what's crazy is it's there. You know, mm -hmm. like and most of these guys coming in the league, 6'9 to 16, it's like, man, look, why not? Why? I mean, that's probably 15 to 15 to 16 points a night. Why would you try to why would you go down there and score score points? Like it's there. Y'all to kick that leg out like dirt. I'm excited for him, man. Giannis, look, I'm gonna say this back and we can move on. Giannis, I love Giannis, man. I I started to pick him as my player of the week, but I figured somebody else was gonna do it. I love to see Giannis grab that board and get down that court full head of steam. Because either he about to dunk on you, Euro, and now he, he get look, he got to turn around fade away now. So, hey, Come on now. Watch out. You, Watch out. All right. So that was our first time doing Player of the Week. I hope y'all like it. Um, we will be moving on to NFL. Dustin, you got anything else you want to bring up before we move on? Uh, let's see, I don't think I was on here. I ain't been on for a while, but shout shout out to to Luca last month because he uh he got that tech and he said old dude was just mad because he was he was busting his ass. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Luca. Hey, Doc. Nice. Hey, Doc. Luca, Luca, man, he really do be pissing people off. Like, I feel like Luca would really piss you off. Hey, hey, Doc, you go. I want you to know, man, you and Shaq probably got the biggest damn chair, couch, whatever it is. <laughs> That's a big damn couch, bro. Like, uh, hey, the king is back. <laughs> the king is back. The oh, Harry sit on that couch, boy. I know, right? <laughs> so let, hey, don't, don't, don't pan the camera down your legs swinging that, Doc. <laughs> 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 oh, man, that's true. All right, Dustin. Thank you, bro. We'll catch you on the flip side.
All right, brother. All right, man. All right, man. Take it. Right. You too. So uh, let's go ahead and dive into the NFL game. We'll start off with the Browns versus – well, Texas versus Texas. the Browns. Texans versus Browns. Whew. Man, this is going to be a good one. R.C., who you riding with? Joe Flacco. I'm going to tell you why. NFL like storyline, damn it, they got one if they get the win here. Because mm-hmm. you got Joe Flacco going to play the Baltimore Ravens, and and you got a team that already played Baltimore that you know that they got a great defense. I think I like CJ Stroud. I like what they build in Houston. If they able to win a game in the first year of D'Amico Ryan's, everybody look out. But I just don't think they're gonna get, be able to get past this vaunted defense. And, and and just, you know, I just, I'm going with the Browns, you know, 17 10 or something like that. Yeah. Well, uh, who do you, who do you have, Flowers? I'm with RC. And then, look, when, when they won the AFC South Sunday, I said then that the Cleveland Browns are probably going to beat them. And I know they played them earlier this year. And I know Stroud didn't play, a few other people didn't play, but we cannot take away from the fact that Cleveland went in there and blew them out 42 to 17. In my opinion, C.J. Stroud, he's great. He's wonderful. The Nico, all, all those guys, the whole team, great set story. All right, now we're getting down to the real deal. Yeah, Joe has been there. I think I just think Cleveland as a whole is a better team because C.J. only has Nico Collins to throw it to. And I just feel like Cleveland has a team that's better equipped to be able to handle him and yeah. take whatever else away and can – Houston get a pass rush. Uh, they was without their best pass rusher when they played us a week ago. I don't think that they. I don't think that they sacked us um, when we played. But you know they got some hurries. But you're going to deal with Miles Garrett and company, man. I just don't think that they're going to win this game. I I think Cleveland's going to come in and win a close game. Man, you know I was thinking about this game earlier today. I really want the Texans to win. I mean. C.J. Stroud is a great story, you know, how he come in as a rookie, just lighting the league up. But the Browns, they are a well-built team. And, Mary, we talked about that during the offseason. If Deshaun Washington, Watson could play up to like he played in Houston, then they were going to be a problem. We ranked them pretty high during the offseason, so we knew this team was good. And now with Joe Flacco – into him and passing the ball around, they look even better. So can the Texans figure out how to disrupt Joe Flacco? That's the that's what that's what mm-hmm. they need to set their hat on. Can they get after Joe and make him throw some Aaron passes? Because Joe, he's susceptible to that some to the type of stuff. But the Browns, they come in with the 12th rushing attack, and they come up with the number one ranked defense. Those two things travel. If you can run the ball and play defense, then you can go anywhere. You can take that mug anywhere, mm-hmm. pack it up, ship it, wherever you need to do. You can take that with you. And I feel like they're going to be a lot for C.J. Stroud to overcome. I hate to say it, but I think it's going to be a lot for him to overcome. So <laughs> the Texans run ends tomorrow. I, I know I'll probably come off as a hater because I'm a coach fan. Right. No, no, no I don't think that. No, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking to America in general. Okay. Because you know, people probably say you, you know, you pick because you like the coach. No, it's just 
like you say, they got a top ten, well, top twelve, thirteen passing, well, run team. Cleveland can come in there and gash them for one hundred and twenty plus on the ground, and Joe don't. Joe really ain't got to throw for three hundred or such. They come in with well right. the game. The main thing is that Cleveland and Miles Garrett probably gonna come in and put some pressure on Stroud. And Nico Collins is the only person that look, they're not playing against Indianapolis. They're not playing against two rookies on the edges. This is mm-hmm. what this, this is what my decision came down to. Nico Collins is not gonna have one ninety five, you know, in the air. They better stop Amari Cooper from having another two hundred plus receiving yards, uh, receiving yards game. You know, people forgot about that too. That's mm-hmm. when Mark Cooper had that big game. That was against the Texans. Um, but I, I, I just think it's going to be a, a balanced output by the Browns. They're going to run the ball well, and Joe is going to probably throw for probably two touchdowns. I can see it. I can see it going that way. But I'm thinking it's Cleveland, twenty-seven, Houston, seventeen. Yeah, but uh, I can see that too because the the Browns are number one in time possession, so they're going to slow the game down. They ain't going to be a you know, a shootout. They're going to make the mm-hmm. Texans drive. They'll make them work. CJ Scribe going to have to work for every yard, and that's what the Browns do. They 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 wait till you turn the ball over. They 30 interceptions. So they they very opportunistic type defense. All right, let's move on to uh, the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Tyreek, <laughs> Tyreek Fane, bro. He said they brand new over there. They, they too famous for him. He said he tests Kelsey. He, Kelsey didn't test him back. Talking about, uh, he said he gets he on that Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift thing, and he mm-hmm. said Patrick Mahomes. Then he ain't talked to Patrick Mahomes since they beat him. So, uh, Dolphins, they got a lot to be worried about. Did y'all see that speech by uh, uh, his name escaping me, the coach for Dolphins, um, Mike McDaniel. Yeah, Mike McDaniel. Yeah, Mike McDaniel. Uh, how he was uh, telling about he was talking to him about adversity. So flowers, is this the test the Dolphins need? Dolphins have been tested, so we can't sit up here and act like now. <laughs> <laughs> we can't sit up here and act like now, though. Now they're being tested. They've been tested all year, and a lot of tests they failed. You know, when it comes to a formidable opponent of the Dallas, they beat Dallas. But yeah, we know Dallas is iffy on the road. That's that's a different story. New season here, playoffs. I am curious because I haven't looked. I am curious to see the injury report for Miami. I want to know if Mostert and Waddle's playing. If you don't mind. Because that's going to continue to talk. Decision. Continue to talk while I look it up real quick. No problem. Because this is what's going to base my decision off the game. Um, keys to the game. Miami's really going to have to run the ball. It's, I think it's supposed to be what, like negative one tomorrow, Man. temperature wise. If most of playing, they can be able to mix it up. Uh, mix it up. Excuse me, with most of the H hand, they're going to have to. They're going to have to get about a hundred plus. Well, I'm going to say about hundred and twenty plus yards on the ground to honestly be able to compete in this game. Kansas City will leave them a leeway in this game off the strength that the offense is not potent because we don't honestly don't know what to expect from uh, Kansas City's opportunistic wideouts. But, hey, at the same time, Miami's beat up defensively pass rushers. Like they had to bring Melvin Ingram and Justin Houston in. So we don't know if the pass rush is going to be effective. You know, if you allow Mahomes to move maneuver around, run around, make plays, it's going to make plays. 
Checo, he's probably going to have a pretty solid game on the ground. I'm going with Kansas City. Um, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm, I'm thinking maybe like a 21-10 kind of an ordeal. I really don't trust Miami in this spot. Like I said, I give, I give Miami a puncher's chance because, like I say, if Kansas City comes out and the offense has been what it's been, you know, Miami's a few plays away from still in this game. And if they can get at most of plays at Waddle's back, especially if Waddle and Moster's back, Miami stands mm-hmm. a very good chance because that allows Tyreek to have his one-on-ones. They can't double him because if you double him, they can go Waddle's way. If Moster's back, they can throw him at the backfield. Hey, Chan, they can do a lot of things, but it's going to come down into the will and the grit of Miami. Are they tough enough to go to Kansas City and dance with the big dogs? But I'm going to go yeah. Kansas City. In zero degree weather. Uh, right now, Raheem Mustard and Jalen Waddle are listed as questionable, but they're limited all week. And there's five other players who was on the injury report, but didn't receive games game time status is Tyreek Hill, Jalen Ramsey, A. Chan, Teron Arsted, and Itchenberg. Okay, they're they gonna play, but I'm still picking. I'm still picking Kansas City. As long as Kansas yeah. City don't turn over the ball and do anything crazy, they should win this game. Yeah, Kansas City are uh, minus four and a half point favorite. Oh, game. I want to say something about that too. I'm picking Kansas City, but on my parlay ticket, I probably make two or three tomorrow. I will have Miami like plus seven and a half. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be, it's gonna it's gonna be, be a close one. That's for sure. Yeah, RC, what you phantom, what you thinking about with her? Kansas City. Kansas City going to win. Miami has not proven all year that they can beat a good team on the road or at home. Um, I think nothing changes. I said this about Dallas and other teams. Like, this ain't the time you trigger that out. You should figure that out with throughout the season. You got 18 mm-hmm. weeks to prove that. Uh, teams or every team in the playoff now is um, – the best of the best. They, they, you know, it's gonna be tougher. Everything's gonna be, mm-hmm. you know, every play counts, every possession counts. And I just think Miami is not built right now to to win close games. Now, I would love for them to prove me wrong, uh, but I think Kansas City's receivers are gonna let them down. I just feel like they're gonna make more plays. Um, Mahomes is gonna make more plays than Tua. But one thing I, I just I don't like about the National Football League with these weather games and them broadcasting how cold it's going to be and the coldest game in NFL history. Everybody should have retractable domes. I mean... Nah, I, I mean, don't know. I, I like yeah. the elements. I mean, yeah, that's the whole still, point of still going... have the element, but you can close the dome. You're like, you know, because we're we're in 2023, man, uh, all this macho shit. I mean, man, you ever had frostbite? You ever had felt like your toes going to come off? No, You know, you ever been so cold, you feel like you're going to get frostbite? That's not necessary. So you saying have it in a dome, but open up the sky, open up the. No, I'm saying having having it optional, um, where you can. Well, that's that's why I have a problem with. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. Home field advantage. But but I'm saying it's not really a home field advantage for Kansas City. It's not. It's not going to be a home field advantage for anybody. It was was a home field advantage back in the day, but these play like Green Bay, for example, the mystique of playing in the frozen tundra. I hate to keep harping on this, but the 49ers went up there twice and beat Green Bay when it was frigid. Like, how was that? It's not, uh, it's, not, it's rare. It's rare. It's rare. No, case. Bro, it's but not. I saw, I saw, 
I saw a game where Dallas was warming up against Chicago. It was snowing. It was cold. Half the mm -hmm. Dallas football team wasn't even on the field warming up. They was in the locker room. And guess I, I what happened? That. And guess what was happened? That, they lost the game. When was that? Uh, that was three or four years ago. Okay. Like but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you broadcasting it being the coldest game ever, and it's on Peacock, so people want to look for it. But yep. I think, to me personally, it's not an advantage for either team. And this, this is a different type of player. Like, like this is a yeah. different yeah. player. This ain't Ronnie Lott. This ain't Lawrence Taylor. This is Kermit the Frog and Tua Fish. These guys on these guys. So you think two? So you think two won't be affected? Listen to me. Let me let me let me, let me cut you off real quick. I heard a stat on this. In cold weather games, I think our uh Tua is like 0 and 6. I think he got like five touchdowns, like eight interceptions. But yeah, the cold arm, his arm strength is not made for cold weather. I don't think that's what it is, Ben. I'm saying I don't know, bro, that did that home field advantage, cold weather or just a rainy like it don't matter in today's game because these players are not they don't embrace that. You know, like I really feel like in my heart, TJ nobody's Watt, saying, who? TJ Watt, they I come out there with their shirts off and I kinda more. I kinda disagree with you, RC, because like people that people that stay in these areas, they have to embrace it. So that's what gives them the advantage. So yeah, we, that's what we, like Buffalo. We, like you going up no, to Buffalo. Remember the Eagles play against that, the Lions in that snow game? That, you, this is like, like Buffalo was at home last year against Cincinnati, or did it look like Cincinnati was at home? Well, Cincinnati playing that elements too. Cincinnati is cold. Okay, but I'm saying, listen, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is, it's them like broadcasting, us. them broadcasting like, that this is going to be the coldest, mm, whatever. It's not. It's, it's not it's an not advantage for either team. It's not an advantage either team. Like Kansas City is like, so, yeah. yeah, it's going to be so cold. <laughs> it's going to be snow. So hold on, us Mississippi boys, we going up. Up north, I've been to Chicago. There's no way I'll be able to play a football game. No, I'm not, I'm that, that cold is different. I mean, I've yeah, been to Chicago. I, that jump cut I through, cut through my skin. Thirty-two degree weather here once playing football. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it. My feet were cold. Like the ground is hard. Hands, my hands. My cleats. My cleats couldn't dig into the ground. Yeah, you got it's a it's a lot to go through, but like the NFL, they, they got heated fields. Heated fields. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. The, the fans on the sideline are blowing heat and everything. Because mm -hmm. you know, once you get going, you know, on right. the cold, you don't feel it because you know your body's moving, your body's hot. Hell, I sweat, I sweat in the cold if I'm working. I, I sweat in the cold. I no guess what good. I'm saying, guys, mm -hmm. is it's not an advantage for either team. It being negative, whatever. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is saying. Yes, not going to help of us. Not. Or the Dolphins are saying, "Yeah, nobody worries about playing it." This is a disadvantage for us. It's a disadvantage for both teams because at some point in time, you know, it's real cold when you get your ass kicked. So yep. at some point, if it's not a cold game, would the, the Dolphins better not be down fourteen? I got that game gonna be over. If they down fourteen, it's a wrap. Yeah, they ain't coming back. <laughs> All right. Um, the multi known said K Kansas City versus Dolphins tough. Kansas City been struggling. Miami has been has struggled to beat good teams. Kansas City can help themselves by running Pacheco and screens short over the middle stuff. Also, Miami's badly yeah. hurt. That's right, got Chubb. So Patrick Mahomes no, dealing with a Matt, lot of pressure. Melvin, Melvin Ingram and Justin Houston. Matt Ingram. 
Does he look like he just came off the street? Like they just had his jersey yeah. looks too small. His <laughs> he looked like he's out of shape. He like he's out of shape. Where who was that he was covering at the backfield? Um versus the uh Bills. No, it wasn't Cook or Fournette. It was one of them. Man, he was beat by three or four yards. Never he was a rush in. He ain't no he's not about right. He got caught in coverage. So that just but you know, you know the weird thing about the Miami Dolphins before we move on, it just blows my mind. Is when these guys go and they build the McVeighs and the McDaniels and the LaFleurs, they get they come up under that tree and they teams be injury prone just like Shanahan's team. They like take they take on the same energy and personality that they team is injury prone. Like you look at the Rams, injury prone, the Packers, injury prone, Dolphins, Niners. They injury prone. So it's like, to me, I feel like that's the issue with the Miami Dolphins right now. You're talking about, you can't even, their running back has been a revolving door. So, yeah, yeah, it's tough. Can't stay healthy. All right. The Bills are going against the Steelers. RC. Quick exit. Who do you have? I got Buffalo because Pittsburgh don't belong there. I'm going to tell y'all right now. Pittsburgh benefited from Joe Burrow getting injured. Because oh, if yeah. Joe Burrow don't get injured, the Cincinnati Bengals are in the playoffs. Mike Tomlin, oh, the best thing Mike Tomlin got going for him is that win streak. But that's it. He is riding, living off of that. I, I am of the belief. I'm not going to give him no pass because he no brother. He is a mediocre coach at this point. It's no difference between Mike Tomlin, Mike wow. McCarthy, uh, Sean Payton, Bill Belichick, uh, Ron Rivera. I can, the list goes on and on. Them guys can only, they can't get you to the dance no more. All they can do is get you to the front door. That's it. You ain't going in. You ain't going to party at all. Get to the front door. So, you don't think that's a testament to what, um, um, what the Steelers head coach been doing. I mean, that's, I mean, Mason Rudolph, they run with Mason Rudolph. I mean, you got, you got to play with the cards, what, what hand you been dealt. And Mike yeah, Tomlin, great job, but that one saying like you gotta do what you gotta do. He been bro, listen. Imagine not, what not it, for that what, organization, maybe for the Saints, but not for the Steelers. They have a standard over there, and it's Super Bowl. It's it's playing at a level. It's it's like it's not accepted in certain fan bases, bro. You don't understand this, so don't block you off real quick because you don't understand <laughs> this. This ain't real. You don't understand where. Pittsburgh is known, traditionally known to be winners and Super Bowl champions and competing. Dallas, Indianapolis is in there. You don't understand it. We, we do not believe in mediocrity, getting to the goal line and doing dumb shit. We believe in competing for championships. That, that dude has done a great job of keeping his team relevant. We saw what happened. Jim Harbaugh kept Michigan relevant for 10 years. You got to continue. Nick Saban was I, a champion. It's a big difference. Got to be a I don't champion. Think, I don't think the Steelers were that bad. I mean, they quarterback. They were very bad this year, Kenneth, bro. They Kenneth, were very Kenneth bad. Pickett, I think they were bad because of play calling. And they because they have cool. weapons, they have they have pieces. It's just Kenny Pickett haven't progressed none. He, he looked, no, he no, looked no, no. better Brian at Clark the end said, of the season. Said, you need to evolve as a coach. You have to change. When when the coach brought in a younger guy, changing. Hold on, coach brought everybody's going younger. They're opening the offense up. They're they're not just trying to. What were the Steelers known for, bro? Running the football, right? They mm-hmm. got away from that. 
you got you got to understand like and it's not a knock on Tomlin, but it's not I'm not going to give him a pass if this was Kyle Shanahan. If it keeps getting them to the playoffs and losing, what do that mean? You just occupying the spot. You're occupying a, a winning record. Go ahead. But that's hard to do in the NFL. I think that that's why he fired the coach because it was it wasn't getting anything done. That's why he did that because he I think he kind of knew that hey we need to shake things. So up we give him participation trophies. I think the Steelers are good. They just need a little bit more help on the offense side of the ball. They need if they can put up points. Cause they putting that defense in bad positions throughout the so whole. We're giving season. out participation trophies. So just, I think just I think it's just I I think so if you can if you can get your team. In that case, DA and the Saints should be in the playoffs, but he's not yes, a good coach. He, 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 he couldn't rally the troops, but Mike Tumlin somehow, some way, rallied you know, the troops to make the know, push. He benefited from a, a, a better a, a, a injury and a better schedule towards the end. Because listen to what I'm telling you, bro. Look at the games when they was when they was well, when everybody was well. Everybody was well. We were talking about them, about them being one of the worst teams in the league. Did we not? But didn't they beat Baltimore? But no, this is what was. Yeah, okay, this is what I'm saying. Baltimore was never going undefeated. You got to lose something. They beat like third week of the season. I'm saying when everybody was well, we was like scratching our heads about what the Steelers were doing out there, what what, what Tomlin was doing over there. Then once the season started to take off, if Cincinnati don't get hurt, do y'all agree? Is Pittsburgh no, that's true. Well? I don't doubt. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because that's two, that's two wins Pittsburgh don't have. Right. Okay. So, so do you do y'all believe I like Tomlin just like you guys, but I got to take the brother out of it, the, the fact that he's a brother and he's winning. We got to start holding him accountable. I'm just the same thing. Like let me this is all you can give me as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I gotta look forward to you winning. You uh, we're not winning. You are you let, let me tell you speak a lot, right? Go ahead, Flowers. Go ahead. I don't disagree with what RC saying. I give Tomlin credit, but I do feel that the ship is sailed. That championship window that RC is talking about has been passed. He should have won a championship when he had the three, the killer bees. Yes, Bell, Ben, and Brown. That's when that's when they should have won their Super Bowl. He should have won at least two, in my opinion. Now that ship is sailed. In my opinion, he the defense, the defense, he has the defense that we know. He's a defensive coach. Mm-hmm. The offense, he's lacking. The players on the offense don't agree with Mike Tomlin's philosophy. It's obvious. Like, George Pickens has been telling you this the whole year. I've been, like, the first and second game, they get, they got him on film saying, man, this ain't going to work. And, look, they changed coordinators. They haven't had a quarterback since then. I'm not putting that on Tomlin. You got to put that on upper management and GM. But – it comes a time, just like Belichick this past week, it comes a time to maybe when it's really – it's time for a change. And that doesn't make Tomlin a bad coach. It make no. Andy Reid a bad coach. No. Um, I just – I'm saying it's time for a change because I hear so many Pittsburgh fans complaining about Mike yeah. Tomlin, yeah. saying that they're ready for it. They yeah. don't care about that he's 17 years – He's had a winning uh, winning season consecutive, uh, consecutively because what RC saying is what is all that when you don't have anything to show for it? That's all he's saying. Seventeen, no, man, it's tough late, man, especially in, the, in that with the with the Chiefs up and coming. Like 
Well, that, yeah. that's the that's the thing. That's what I'm saying, though, Ben. Now you got other teams you got to deal with. Yes, he had his chain. He had that yes. window. He well, nobody told tell AB and and, and um no. and Bell to go off their rocker. Nobody no, told bro. them to start bro. acting crazy bro. and bro. and hitting Andy people Reed. and all that type of jazz. And the Reed ain't in this conversation because he elevated himself with the second Super Bowl. He got look, watch my hand leave the screen. Bye bye, Andy Reed. But them guys I named, mm -hmm. them guys living off that one trophy, they all have something in common. The football, the offensive side of football has passed them by. McCarthy, Payton, Tomlin. You can't they name Payton. The, well, yes. One exception. One yeah. exception. Yeah, Payton you, too. You put Mike Tomlin with a team with a great quarterback, he's viable. But listen, see, this is where I give you the pushback, give myself some pushback because Flower just made a good point. If Mike Tomlin had Russell Wilson over there, I guarantee oh, no. you he would. I guarantee you would be putting his hand in his back. And trying to make it until he gonna let Russ cook, but this the problem I have with Tomlin. You have some say so in that room because I know the Roonies and all. They're not racist. They're yeah. not. They're not deaf of ear. They're not controlling you. You pick Kenny Pickett. Yeah. You pick Dwayne. You wouldn't got Dwayne Haskins after he was in Washington. You wouldn't got Russell So You keeping Mason Rudolph on your team. You failing by getting the right quarterback. That's the issue. Am I, mean, I right? Look at that class, though. But but you know, that's terrible class now. But like trade for somebody. They do, yeah. do something. Shake shake the building. You got you got to do something to change Russell. the outcome of things. Russell, okay. All but right, look, so who you taking? Oh, what you going about to say, RC? How 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 Pittsburgh fare against Buffalo? If they come out and they play their asses off and they beat Buffalo or they close, I look at it differently. They look at the season different, but they get washed. Well, of course they're gonna get gonna washed. There's no I way they're gonna get washed, bro. I think they're gonna get washed because no way Mason Rudolph is gonna able to put a point. This, this is where you. This is look. Listen to me. One to three feet of snow. This is playing right into. Tomlin's kind of a game because he wants yeah. to ugly the game up yeah. and run the ball yeah. with Najee and Warren. This is yeah. playing right into Mike yeah. Tomlin's backyard. Mike yeah. Tomlin has Buffalo's number. I remember about a year or two ago when the season started, they go up to Buffalo and beat the Bills in the regular season. Well, I just don't know. The, the point spread is too damn big. I think they was like 10 and a half. I'm playing the yeah, point. Right now, it's nine. It's minus nine right okay, now. Okay, it's, it's, yeah, because people will start because people were taking advantage of that. It was ten and a half in the beginning of the week. That's too damn high. Nine is a high number. I mean, it could be covered, but I, I'm leaning more of the Steelers mm -hmm. keeping it close and ugly, especially if it's snowing. Yeah, I can that, see that's not can, that's not good for either. I can see. <clears throat> Go ahead. I can see the the Bills beating them by ten. I can see, I can see the I'm a, I'm gonna say Buffalo's gonna win this game, but do not be shocked if the Pittsburgh Steelers win this game. Well, somebody getting upset this week. So yes. Why not Buffalo? I, I don't know. I see Buffalo. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, well, somebody uh, getting upset. Must on it might be the Chiefs because they've been looking sloppy. The Bills versus Steelers. This this game is going to be determined by whoever. The Bills decide to beat. The Steelers are themselves. I give the Bills slight edge because of lack of T.J. Yeah. Watt would hurt Pittsburgh. Yeah, so, T.J. Yeah. Watt is out, but look.
Go, Mar- Marcus Golden came into the game last week against Baltimore, and they didn't miss a damn beat. And Hotsmith, uh, you know, Hotsmith still here. Yeah, Hotsmith on the other side. But the, like I say, if, if Buffalo come and, and they're different now that they got Joe Brady calling the plays, so they're gonna run the ball. But if it's snowing like hell and you got snow everywhere, it fits yeah, Josh Allen more. I mean, it fits yeah. more. Well, I you feel know? like Josh Allen played in that element before. He had a dang good game. You sure? Besides the Bengals game, not not I'm not talking about the '69 game. It was against uh, it was a regular season game. It, it play this this it plays up to Mike Tomlin. He likes being the underdog. He can talk well, all that hoorah shit all week to those players. So nobody, nobody's giving. I'm telling you, nobody's giving you a chance. And all that they gonna come out and play. A play. I I have to see. I have to see the Steelers' offense body language. That's it. That's gonna tell me a lot. Yeah. If they're going to quit, if George Pickett and DeAndre Johnson are going to quit. Both of them can't quit. <laughs> one might quit. Both one of them. With one quit, the other one getting the ball. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> That's wild. Hey, George. Hey, because Mike Tillman came to him, to George Pickett, he's like, man, I need 30 from you. Because I think he needed some yards. He's like, bro, I need 30. I need some. I need something from you, George. <laughs> So, uh, the Cowboys and the Packers, the uh, Packers are heading to the AT&T Stadium. The Cowboys are seven, uh, minus seven point favorite. Okay, so that's one down two. Flowers, eight and a half. Who do you have? Dallas is supposed to win this game, but do not sleep on the Green Bay Packers. I'm telling you now. You know what? The NFL script writers are on fire. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. You got mm-hmm. Houston, Cleveland, that Deshaun and stuff with that Flacco. Mm-hmm. You got McCarthy playing his old team. You got Tyree Hill and company going to Kansas City. Mm. Man, it's, they, they, look, these live storyline. They're on fire. Man, they're, they're some high, <laughs> That guy from WWE. <laughs> what, they what so a coincidence! <laughs> Look, right. I'm, I'm going to tell y'all now, America. On one of my tickets, the the first three games we talked about, I'm playing the points with with the uh, with the underdogs. I'm playing the points. I I bumped that game up to nine and a half. The Packers plus nine and a half because I don't think the uh, Cowboys are going to blow them out. The Packers can <laughs> score points. Go ahead. What's so frustrating about Cowboys, man? You just never know. And so you just got to take it for a grain of salt. You just don't think about all the games they play in the regular season. Don't think about Mm-mm. the teams they beat, they blew out. It's, it's going to come down to what Dodds can do. Can they move the ball? Can they not turn the ball over? Yes. Dak has proven all year that he kept it on the nine. He kept it at nine interceptions. But now Jair. he's slate. Jair is out. Jair Alexander is back. So he's, he's going to be on CD. He got – he got hurt. He's, he got hurt. I, oh, he got hurt in practice um, Thursday. He rolled his ankle. out. I, I guess he's gonna be okay. Yeah, he'll play. Take that up. Yeah. Take that up. Yeah, tape it up, son. Get out there. Tape it up. Bruh. But the, I just hate. I want. I just hate Dallas at this point. I got a message but, for them. <laughs> go ahead, RC. Dallas Cowboy fans are the most annoying group of people on earth. Agreed. Every year, 
the issue about the issue I have with Dallas is they always the loudest in the room and they ain't did shit. They ain't been close to doing shit. It's kind of like sitting on the toilet constipated. Ain't no shit coming out. It ain't out. coming out. And so <laughs> here it is. I see Michael Parson once again and trying to be Draymond. I'm gonna be phenomenal, he said. Here's the issue with the Dallas Cowboys. I said they, his voice. <laughs> they are their own worst enemy. Teams don't need bulletin board material to play you. That you are no. that star is already has a bullseye on it. So Dak is playing for an extension. So that's why I want to tell Cowboy fan he's looking the very best he can look because he's trying to get that extension. Yeah. McCarthy's coaching for his career, his life. Mm -hmm. Stevie Lamb is playing out his mind because there is nobody else to throw the ball to. Okay, so here's the thing. To get where you're trying to go, you need depth, and they ain't got it. They don't got it. And so if you let Green Bay come in there with them two backs and decide to run yeah, the they're going to run it. Yeah, they're going to run it, too. Because Detroit gave you the blueprint. Detroit turned the ball over three times against Dallas and was on the goal line to win. The coach said, I know we we're going to score. That tells you all you need to know when you know you're going to score. And you Dan Campbell, and you ain't won shit either. What did you see? Okay. So my message to the Dallas Cowboys, just go in there and play a game. Like you're supposed to play and quit trying to quit trying to act like you already get into the next round. If you if yep. you ask Cowboy fans, they already advanced. Yep. Not so yep. fast, my friend. Not so fast. So I'm looking forward to it. America is too. We love watching them. What what your boys say? They love to see us lose. You damn right. Mm. Free player prop. They're gonna give Aaron Jones the ball. Yeah. Dylan gonna, gonna get some Aaron too. Jones the ball. They're gonna hand it off to him. Yep. And LaFleur knows Dallas and the the, the 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 thing about Dallas is Gilmore's hurt he's gonna play mm -hmm. um, they lost Hankins who's the guy to anchor in the middle of their defense you know mm -hmm. Lewis got hurt you know they're banged up too that's why I'm like if I'm Parsons this ain't the time for be guaranteeing shit and you know you ain't did nothing in the big game yet so let's see let's see so so, RC, are you confident Jordan Love can go in there and do no. what he needs to do? Listen, my uncle, uh, Bush and Boo Winkle, hell no. To the <laughs> no, no, no. Hell to the no. I don't believe in Jordan Love or Jordan Hate because it's too old. Okay, because you were talking about him earlier in the year. He was trying. Mm -hmm. He ain't the future. But the problem I see with Jordan Love is, is Dallas going to put pressure on his ass. And you better take care of the ball, son. Because if you spot Dallas 14 points, turn out the lights. I agree, so, but let me counter. Jordan Love is going to have a good game, I think. Because it's not going to be a one-sided affair. They're going to be able to hand it off, play action. Green Bay have about six people they can throw it to. Mm -hmm. So Dallas is not going to have Jaden Reed. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're not going to have anybody they can really lock on to and take away from Jordan Love. Especially if Green if the, the key is if Green Bay can come out and run the ball and be successful, that's gonna open up the game for Jordan Love. I see this being a close, I'm I'm 31-27 kind of game. It's Sean Gary. It's Sean Gary. Sean Gary coming off the edge. Michigan man. Yeah. What what we missing though? Michigan players. Well, we forgot. What we forgot is Aaron Jones. Yeah. It's fresh. That's what, that's what I'm saying. He, Jones, yeah. He's fresh. How many games he played this season? What, three or four? And Yeah, but the past three weeks, he's getting 20-plus carries. 
Listen, mm. he he good good Chicago and that Chicago game. What, how different of a game this would be? How nervous would the Cowboys would be if Aaron Rodgers never leaves and goes to New York and he stays in, in Green Bay? And this the first round. Oh man, Cowboy fans would be shitting the brick. Because ain't man, no doubt right. in my mind, I'm picking Aaron Rodgers in that game against Dallas. You yes, got it, especially if Aaron Rodgers had them young guy like Jaden Reed. That dude has come on. I mean, he's awesome. the speedster. Yeah. Romeo Dobbs, man. I think I think Jordan Love finished with 32 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Mm. Yep, that's good stacks. Good stacks. Everybody picking the Cowboys. Yep. Yeah, but be 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 aware, America. Be aware. Play the points this week. And now this could be an upset game. This could be an upset one. All right. Uh. Woo. Lions versus the Rams. Boy. Another one. Detroit is a three-point favorite. Flowers. Who are you picking in this game? Damn it, script writers. Y'all got Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit. <laughs> Man, this, this might be this might be the game of the weekend right here. Mm-hmm. There's so much that can happen between both of the teams. Stafford, if he, if he's upright, he's gonna will and deal. Nakua and uh Cooper are healthy. Kyron Williams, man, they can run the ball. Earlier in the week, I was leaning. I was leaning uh, at Los Angeles way. I think I'm going to take Detroit on the podcast, but in the gambling world, I will be playing the points the Rams way. Um, and don't get me wrong, the Rams can win this game, especially if Jared Goff and them going there one dimensional. In which I think Detroit, they're gonna have something to prove. This is the first playoff home game. Uh, mm-hmm. Golf and company are not uh, – well, some of them are not – you know, the moment won't be too big for them. Mm-hmm. I think the offensive line can be able to handle Detroit. They'll get Gibbs and Montgomery going. I'm Ross St. Brown. I don't think – well, the portal was practicing. I don't know if he's going to play this week. If the uh, portal yeah. doesn't play, that's a big loss. But mm-hmm. I think they can still do enough to beat the Rams. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Rams came in and outright – won this game, but my heart's telling me as a Friday night, I'm going to pick Detroit. Who are you riding with, RC? This is easy. Ain't no way I'm going against the state of Michigan at all. I'm going with Detroit until they play my team. And I'm going to tell you what, first game in a long time, playoff mm-hmm. in that big, in that house, it's going to be loud down. Camera going to be by kneecaps. He pissed. They want to get Dallas. They looking at Dallas. I'm going to tell you where the Rams is going to screw up with this. Don't get too excited about what's on the outside because McFay gets away away from, he gets away from the run. He gets away from it. He gets, he want to throw the ball, just force the ball to, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, new pronounce Puka. Puka. He forced, forces new the ball to Puka. Yeah. So, but D- what Detroit does well is they play well at home and they're going to be up for this game. I think uh, mm-hmm. my issue is um, I don't think that they have enough enough playmakers on defense to do anything with Detroit. The Detroit offense is a lot more explosive than I thought. Jared Goff showed me something against Dallas. Usually when you turn the ball over multiple times against Dallas, you get washed. And they didn't go away. You're going to have mm-hmm. to beat Detroit. And I feel like they're going to give their fans something to, to cheer about. They're going to win this game. Uh, the Rams are going to the house. I think Jared Goff won't stick it to, to the Rams as well. Oh, yeah. So, 
So this game can go either way. Now, Jerry Goff came out this week and he said they asked him about the trade, of course. And he said he still remembers the trade. He still had the feelings about the trade. That kind of worries me. Why? He's thinking Why? He, he want to stick it to him in You know how sometimes you want it bad? You want it so bad that you screw up? And coming for him, think, like I, I feel like. It, oh, nah, I I seen him this season. I ain't nothing past Jerry Goff. I mean, we saw him lay that goose egg versus Green Bay on Thanksgiving. I yeah, mean, but you know what? That. But you know, and what you know, was... and, and and you know what the problem is though. Aaron Donald and they, where do they where do the Rams create pressure at? Up the middle, up, but and guess, that's what that's Jerry Goff' weakness. When he get pressure in his face. Things go bad, and so well, I think some of them don't know Aaron that. Donald. Somebody else gonna have to beat them. With the Rams, you're not, you're, you're not going to block. You're not going to just. You don't gotta have bookends to get to that guy in that offensive line. See, there is no Bob Miller. There is no Floyd. These the are these these are. This is a young group. This is a young group. If, if I'm, I'm looking at the Rams last week, play the Niners, and Niners take their players out. The Rams play their players continuously, and I'm thinking that's the best y'all have. You better, you better let Detroit win. Listen to me, you better let Detroit win, so you don't have to come to San Francisco because you we this gonna be really personal because we had a nine game win streak issue. You shouldn't be in the playoffs if the Saints do what they're supposed to do. But my issue with the Rams is. It's only a big deal because of the storyline. The Lions right. are going to be poised to kick their ass. You, man, look, I think the I Lions want to play Dallas. They want to play Dallas bad. I can, see Stafford. I can see Stafford and Shumavay. Well, I can see Stafford still saying, this is my house at the end of the game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it can happen. happen. It can happen. Yeah. And, like you really like we've seen it so many times with Detroit where we've been so sure of ourselves. But when the game at the end of the game, we're looking like, what happened? What happened to Detroit? Right. What, what? I think I think that's unfair. I, I think Detroit has been what we thought they were going to be this year, and excluding you know the refs taking a win away from them. That's how many games Detroit won this year? Team right there. How many games Detroit win this year, Ben? Well, they won what eleven games, ten games, twelve games, uh, eleven or twelve. Okay, 12. bro. We talking about the Detroit Lions winning twelve games, dog. Like, listen, if they get their ass kicks, if they won twelve. They the Detroit Lions. They won twelve games. I just think they got the makeup of a team. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Of all the teams left in the NFC, they scare me because they run yeah. the football. They physical. They turn the ball over and be at your neck. You be you talking about Dallas at home, and he done turned the ball over, and they still at their neck. Anyway. And held Dallas under twenty and held Dallas twenty one points. They scared me, man. That, you know, that. I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go with the Rams on this one. I ain't holding the Turkey Day. I ain't holding the Turkey Day. On on side, even though I want the Lions to win, I think the Rams probably gonna take this. Mm-hmm. They've been hot, and then they, that's one. That's the team you did want to face in the playoffs was the Rams. That's what they're telling you. I don't want to play Detroit right now. I think Detroit's acceptable. I mean, we saw Baltimore blow them out. So I don't think I, I don't think 49ers have anything to worry about Baltimore ba- taking it Baltimore through them like that. Listen, let me explain something to you about Baltimore. Baltimore blew out a lot of good teams. Okay. Baltimore, Baltimore didn't lose 
to an NFC team this year. Okay. So here, here's my thing I want you to remember. Put them over here out of the way. Take an exception to the rule. They're going to lose to an NFC team when it matters, but right not right now. Hold that thought. But I feel like to 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 say Detroit, Baltimore's been been in this position. Detroit is newly, this is a new new position for them. I just think they're gonna seize the moment. They're gonna get at least one win at home. They lost to Seattle. They're gonna get one, yeah. They're gonna get one win. They'll get one win. All right, last game. Buccaneers versus the Eagles, Philadelphia. Do we have to do this with Tampa? Ah. The Eagles, the Eagles are a three-point favorite. Who you have, RC? Man, I but these teams just make my they make my head hurt. Like <laughs> you got that's why I say I'm so disappointed. I'm glad you wore that that damn jersey. I'm so disappointed in the Saints because why are we being forced to watch Tampa Bay and Philadelphia? Like New Orleans get into the playoffs with that talent with a good coach, they're giving people problems. Tampa Bay, I know what's coming. I know what's coming. Todd Ball is mm-hmm. going to be sitting over looking like he ain't brushed his teeth. You're going to have freaking Baker Mayfield out there trying to be the midget version of Brett Ball. You know what's coming. Then, then Philadelphia, Lord have mercy. I've never seen a team lose, I mean, yes. for, a bird, for a bird to lose this many feathers this fast. He got, he got bird flu. So I got to take Tampa Bay because Philly's getting manhandled. Like, dude, on both sides of the line of scrimmage, and it, it is it is it weird that Jalen Hurt is really like he has any freak accident. Did you see his finger? Dude, yeah. yeah. It's like what they say it's like it happened all the time. The way he was looking at it, like it was just nothing. Dude, he hadn't been throwing the football. He hadn't thrown football yet. So it's just ironic that they get to play on Monday and he get a little extra time, but I don't trust Philly right now. Philly's broken. Yeah. You know? Who are you taking flowers? I'm going to take Tampa Bay. They've seen Philly earlier in the year. Philly, for the past six weeks, has been on a downward spiral. Um, I would feel more I, – I, I don't feel comfortable taking Tampa Bay. I would feel more comfortable taking them if they was on that monthly streak that they was on when they were scoring all those points. Yep. After they beat Indianapolis, man, they went on about a month. Baker went on a tear. I feel yep. better. I'm, I'm still going to take them. Because I just don't trust Philly that much. And Jalen Hurts has hurt the offense, the identity. We, look, we've been saying that they don't have identity. I don't even think they got a damn mind. They have dementia or something, the way they mm-hmm. playing. They, they, they got every damn thing. Um, I think it'll be a low-scoring game, like a 17-13 kind of board deal. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised if Philly won, but I just feel like Sirianni and company have just lost, just lost that locker room, man. I just don't trust them. So I'm, I'm going to Tampa Bay. Um, I'm going to ride with Philly. I just don't see uh, Jalen Hurts getting put out in the first round like that. Uh, the Buccaneers, you never know what you're going to get, which team you going to show know. us. The Saints even blew blew them out. Yeah. You know, we've been up and down too. So it's just I, – I trust a more veteran team like the Eagles who have been in the playoffs and been to the Super Bowl over the Buccaneers. I'm going to say this. If if Sarion loses to Tampa Bay, get fired. You got people like you got people like Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel, Jim Harbaugh available. But look, I'm glad you said that. I see. I'm two teams: Philly, Buffalo. Do mm-hmm. not lose this weekend because you got Bill Belichick 
Yep. Other, team, other coaches like that that are just foaming yep. at the mouth to get to a great organization is already set in place. I think I think the hardball situation is only two teams. I don't see it being as many teams as people think. <laughs> right. I think it's three teams. I think it's the Chargers, Bears, and the Michigan Wolverines. Now, boy, you, if you think if the Bills lose in the playoffs and McDermott get fired, you don't think there'll be a, a lucrative hardball place? A, I mean, that's uh that team is already set. Dude, I think you need to understand that Harbaugh is lit is a little bit unconventional. Yeah. Like bro, mentioning <laughs> so the Orleans, we are conventional. No, we but listen, go go back home to Michigan and coach your alma mater. Go to the two teams you played for and was very productive. You will look at Harbaugh highlights and stats, he was good. Yeah. Like Captain Comeback, well, he played with Marshall Falk and Marvin Harrison. He had he played for Baltimore too. Yeah, so dude, like, so he has like these weird connections to people and teams like don't leave out the Raiders either. So my, he didn't play for the Raiders, but he would go. He's a California. He's more yeah. liberal. You know, he ain't sending to Buffalo. You ain't gonna send him to freaking Atlanta. Can you see him in Atlanta? What are you gonna do over there? So man, they'll talk about they'll talk about belt check hands to Atlanta. No, You're hanging out with the Migos. Can you do that? Him and Arthur Blank. Mm, if Arthur Bank gave him full autonomy of everything, that's he's all going see it. to Washington. Adam no, Washington. But listen, listen, ARC. The enemy. I don't know if this is true or not. They ruled out Belichick from what I've heard. Wow. But I thought Adam Peters. Yeah, I don't know that that's a good, even a good fit. Washington. They're what? saying Ben Johnson for the Lions. Right. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard ben, it. Too. Ben Johnson. Who was that? The offensive coordinator for the Lions. For the Lions. That's what I hear. But, yeah, they've already ruled out Belichick for the command, well, which is Peter, crazy. Peter was an old Patriot guy. That's what I thought maybe. The thing is, people got to understand, these teams are not interviewing Belichick. Belichick is the one doing the interview. Yeah. And then they're thinking about how long you going to be here. You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> what, five years? Then so I said, until he breaks the all time, in my opinion, he wants that He wants that George Hallis. Is it Shula or Hallis? It's Hallis. Yeah. No, no, no. It's Shula. No, it's Hallis. Shula has the all-time. Shula has the all-time winning coaching. He, he won three. It. It's Shula. So, so that's got to be a team that says, hey, we fine with that because y'all be honest with you, man. Like, if Nick Saban's saying he's too old to coach and you're older than Nick Saban, you ain't going to be in there too long. Right? Because, I mean, Nick, shit. Nick don't want to compete with the new age NIL yeah, of the NCAA. Nick had it made when Alabama was winning. Everybody wanted to come. They had all the money, and he could control things. He can't control things. That's why he retired. Yeah, yeah, you're right. RC is Don Shula with three twenty eight, then George Hallis with three eighteen, then Belichick with three hundred two. Mm-hmm. So he twenty. He need he need to win twenty five. What twenty six more games? Twenty six more games. He need to win sixteen more games to tie Hallis. So, well, that's it for NFL. Y'all heard us. We gave our game picks. Things going to win. It's going to be a good state of games this weekend. Hope y'all team lose, <laughs> wherever y'all are. <laughs> so, hey, good show, guys. Good show. Anything else y'all want to bring up before we end? Man, look, y'all stay warm, man. Get you some chili. Yeah. Put your feet up. Thank God. Get some supplies. Watch TV, anybody man, relax. 
Anybody that's in the path of bad weather, go on, get you some supplies, get you some water, get you some canned goods, some snacks and stuff. Make sure you're good. What, what, a, bad, might be a possibility. what a bad weather at? Where is it? Well, you know, they say it's a possibility. Well, it's supposed to rain Monday, and then they might get froze over. You, you know, if a, if a penny amount of, of ice drop on the ground in Mississippi, they're going to shut the whole damn state down. Man, I, don't, I, mean, I hope they shut the whole state down. I ain't driving no ice. Well, <laughs> ice on the road. Shoot, I'm staying in my bed. They can forget about that. Well, it's supposed to rain on Martin. It's supposed to rain, maybe snow on Martin Luther King Day. And mm-hmm. then overnight, it's supposed to be like, what, 17, 15. So that's just going to freeze. I had a dream. I had a dream. <laughs> well, guys, I do have some great news. Uh, um, let me see, can I upload it real quick? I hit on my uh, underdog card today, tonight. Oh, good deal. Good deal. I wish I would have know. That. Yeah, I did. Pull I did the four. Pull it down. No, I did the four. I took look, look. All right, they had ball at twenty three point five with points and rebounds. Were you under? Down. Oh. I did it over. Okay. So that's my that's... underdog card for the night. Congrats, man. Any money is good money. I'm trying to tell you, bro. I don't now I need about... to check my Bavada. Cause I put one on Bavada too. Let's see. Did that make it out? <laughs> Look, I, I've been in and out today, sleeping, running errands and stuff. So I, I really wasn't able to bet anything today. I'm kind of disappointed mm. in that. Tomorrow I will be back full fledged. Yesterday, I had a 12-leg parlay. I hit 11 out of 12. The mm. um, Winnipeg Jets let me down against the Blackhawks. That was a good – Well, yeah, because the Blackhawks have been suspect this whole terrible. year. They're terrible. How about them Edmonton Oilers? Oilers, yeah. Oilers have been straight. But them them uh them Blackhawks – Hey, Randy. Edmonton Oilers, I, I swapped. <laughs> hey, we gonna, hey, look, Randy, we gonna, we gonna start talking some baseball. Y'all seen that Cubs? Uh, got that guy. I can't pronounce the name. I ain't gonna try. I gotta practice that. But we got a new picture. We sent out scrolling. Are you talking about from uh Japan? The picture from Japan? Yeah, yeah. They got him. Mm-hmm. I thought the Cubs got him. So my the team, Dodgers, we the Dodgers right got him. Yeah. I thought they were. They were talking about the Dodgers and that picture. Uh-huh. They were talking yeah. about the Dodgers are gonna be the favorites to win the World Series. We're gonna Dodgers see got, you, Dodgers, Dodgers are, like Dodgers like they're, 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 bro, they're, they're automatic staple for the <laughs> you know the win it the you know pre odds, of course. You got on Tony, mm-hmm. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman. Uh man, that's a lot. Man. <laughs> they got <laughs> a, lot. a lot, they got a super team for sure. With that being said, guys, we are brought to you by Bet Us. Man, we placing on bet to uh tomorrow. We saw me win tonight. So, hey, yep. if y'all want to get in the Discord, message me, and I'll put you in Discord. All of us yep. trying to get money. You know what I'm saying? Get yep. money. So, uh, NFL money playoffs. Tomorrow. Yes, I'm NFL playoffs tomorrow. tomorrow. Y'all be attentive yes, to what we're going to be putting out. Guys, come on now. And I will, so, hey, you remember, was it last week I hit on college basketball? Yeah. So be, yep. aware, be aware. I've been hit. Be. We coming in high, as that song say. We coming in high. So, Check us out. Hit me up, y'all. Want to join the Discord because we be putting our parlays and underdog cards in there, and uh, we just trying to win some extra cash. That's all. All right, guys. Thank y'all for joining the show. We'll be back Monday. Oh, I don't know about Monday. That's a game. That's Eagles and the Buccaneers Monday. So we might be back Tuesday, same time, same channel. So tune in then and hit us up on IG. 
We are safe here. We winning or not? Hey, I want the ball. In-